doing, Wagner? Yeah, providing we can keep plugged in, that's what we're going to do. What are you doing, Wagner? Hi, Mark. Oh, hi, Steve. We're back. Well, like, it wouldn't be Saturday Suggage if we weren't disconnected, right? One of us or both I of us. I like that what Peoria Matt said, that I was making a power play. I'm going solo, bro. So that's it. Right I'm going Beyonce. Going. Beyonce yeah. lifestyle from now on. Mgro. He's Mgro. He's gone. Yeah. All right. So. Let's do this. Welcome in. Sting. This is Saturday Suckage on Monday. Uh, thank you for joining us. We're doing What Are You Doing, Wegner? And this one has to be part of this show. Actually, for night. What I anticipate happening is we should call this segment What Mark Said, not What Mark Heard. But it stemmed from a tweet from Richard Roper, the fine Chicago Sun-Times columnist and the rabid White Sox fan, a really good sports fan. So he talked about, so I guess he's making road trips to famous movie scenes. Cool. They have to be old, right? So one of the places he went to was... Silva, North Carolina. Do you know what is there in Silva, North Carolina? Silva, North Carolina. What would be an interesting movie set that Richard Roper would take the time to go to? Nope, don't know. It is the train crashing into a bus that freed... Richard Kimball into being oh. a fugitive. Unlock me! Right? It's still there. They didn't oh, have is it CGI. Really? Yes. Yes, that's why. You can you can go there and you can get directions and they'll send you there and they'll even tell you what's nearby. Wait till I tell you what's nearby this. But Atlas Obscura details what it can. So know before you go, park on the side of Haywood Road near the Jackson County Green Energy Park and look down the slope across the street to see the wreck. The wreck still exists. They set up a southern Illinois train, you can still see, and a bus, and they ran them into each other to make sure the train derailed. There's no CGI here. It's the real thing. The bus was nearly torn in half. The train derailed. That that's the way they did it, and they <laughs> left it. They left the mangled bus, they left the mangled train, and it's rusting away on the side of the road. But you can Dude, go see it. I will make this trip. I feel like I would be doing it for the people. This is my brand. Richard, pick me up, brother. Let's go, man. Right. I'll do the scene. I mean, you have the, unlock me, and then you have, we all, we're always amazed when we find handcuffs without hands inside them. So, there's, this gets even better for you, Mark. Okay. Nearby, according to Atlas Obscura, less than four miles nearby, is the American Museum of the House Cat. Oh. So, I would think Dave would want to go with you. Dave could aspire to that. Dave the Cat, who is... Yes. Where does, where does he go during our marathon show? We're now in this hour, is... hour six. Or, or day six. I can't, I've lost track. Where does Dave go with a show this inexorably long? Yeah, so Dave has been fairly active throughout the show, and luckily he hasn't been talking a lot, you know, because then you'd hear the meows. But currently, so he's been he's been pretty active, just kind of walking around, and I play with him during the break and stuff like that, because when he's awake, he demands my attention. But now, 
I find him in my room sleeping very comfortably and quietly. And as I've said in the past, cats are like what I've been told kids are like. You don't want to awaken them because then they're awake and you don't have time to give them the proper attention. So Dave is sleeping. Okay. All right. Well, the the American Muse- the Museum of the American House Cat is awaiting Dave. So Where is that? It's in Silva, North Carolina. Oh, they're both there. Oh, dude. Smocky. Silva yeah, is my place. This is my... Is. Yep. Yeah. You know what? I might see what kind of radio stations they have there. If Parkins can be from Kansas City, I can be from Silva, North Carolina. Right. You can. And I think it's great because it's Smoky Mountains. I love North Carolina. I had a great trip to Asheville. I think that's so creative and so buoyant. I, it's an electric place. I love that. Um, so 630 Texter says, as a, retired, as a retired train engineer, that was my worst nightmare. But it was cool in the movie. <laughs> yeah, it's not happening to you. But it was real. It was a real crash. They, there was no CGI. That was it. Real train, real bus. Get out of the way for real. Three one two texter is already correcting you, Mark. It's leg shackles with no legs in them. I always butcher that. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate okay. that. Thank you, wider. Yeah, right there. You go. I'll be. I'm your Huckleberry. Six three zero texter. Hello, boys. What an unpleasant surprise to turn on the radio this a.m. And hear the undynamic duo. You're truly a breath of stale air. Keep sucking. And that Ooh, I just signed, got goosebumps. Thank you. Yeah, that one is signed by Less Likely, <laughs> which is terrific. <laughs> All right, so next on What Are You Doing, Wagner? This is a couple of weeks old. I tried to get the update, and I don't believe there's anything more than this. Takashi Miyagawa is a Japanese man, a part-time worker, was arrested after reportedly dating more than 35 women at the same time, which doesn't just sounds busy, doesn't sound like a crime, but here's why he's being investigated for allegedly defrauding dozens of women by pretending he was serious about each of their relationship oh my God. and receiving hundreds of pounds worth of gifts from them because he always claimed it was his birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, what a scam. Forget, okay, forget travel baseball is the best scam ever. That is the greatest scam ever. Among the claims is that he gave each woman a different date for his birthday, ensuring a constant stream of gifts throughout the year. One 47-year-old woman reportedly thought his birthday was on February 22nd. Another aged 40 was told it was July, while another 35-year-old believed his birthday was in April. In total, he allegedly received about 100,000 yen worth of gifts from women, including a 200-pound suit. 200. Wow. Well, I don't know what the what the exchange rate is. Right. So anyways, yeah, I don't understand that. Dating women to get birthday presents. He's running <laughs> a business, is what he's doing. I mean, that's that's, right. that's all that is. That is yep. a Ponzi yeah. scheme business, whatever you want yeah. to call it. Conan O'Brien, you know, Conan O'Brien talk show, and, and he's not going to be at TBS anymore. And really? He tweeted, yeah, he's leaving. I didn't know you this. Didn't, you you didn't on. know that? Oh, well, I'm I'll usually pretty why. up on my late night talk show hosting. I've been watching the, the CNN talk show host thing. I don't know if you've been watching this uh, series. It's great. But go on. Shut me up. Go ahead. No, Conan O'Brien tweeted out, I am leaving TBS because they didn't take a wide receiver in the draft. 
<laughs> everybody's everybody's back to trolling Aaron Rodgers. It's so great. So it is a joke then. It is a joke that he's not leaving. I thought TBS, he was. Right? I thought he was leaving. I don't know. I love the whole. So now idea. we actually don't know if he's leaving and just making fun jokes oh, about it. Oh, it doesn't That'd be... matter. It doesn't matter. We'll find it out. It does so matter. I like Conan. Text, a texture will let us know. Yeah. I love so Conan. A texture will let us know. Um, this is this is a punk concert like it ought to be. I don't know if you heard about this, but this is in Florida. The concert is scheduled for June 26. It will feature Teenage Bottle Rocket, a band called Make War, and a band called Rudderkin. Do you want to know the prices? Uh, Again, for those bands, is, I'm going to say this, you could probably get those for about $6.50. Okay. $18 in advance or $20 at the door. That's a discount with proof of vaccination. Oh. If you don't have proof of vaccination, it costs you $999.99. That's what they're doing. That's that's what they're doing. You can't if you're not vaccinated, you're going to have to pay $1000 to be with people who are and they're paying 18 bucks or whatever it is. The 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 concert promoter says we're just trying to do a show safely. And they should go out and get vaccinated to protect themselves and their families and their community. And that's the way they're going about it. This is one of the greatest concert posters <clears throat> you've ever seen. It says Saturday, June 26th. And it says Fat Wreck Chords, recording artists, and it lists Teenage Bottle Rocket. And it is a picture of Freddy Krueger, the hat. The, the marred face, and then the fingers, the hands, the famous hands of Freddy Krueger. Sure. But really at the hands. end of end of the fi- well, okay. But at the end yeah, of yeah. the fingers, or what appear to be fingers, are syringes with ne- are needles and syringes. Oh, very good. Yeah. Very good. It sounds a, it's a little. I don't know why, but because it's this show, but I did channel our celebrity Jeopardy Alex Trebek Will Ferrell when you said that because I was just thinking in my head all you have to do is get the vaccination and you can come in for free that's yeah. all you have to do it's that right. simple yes uh, Brandon Fryer our uh, producer has let us confirm that Conan is leaving TBS his last show is June 24th, and he plans to move to a new show on HBO Max. Wow. Yeah. That is interesting. Well, I, I don't blame him. I mean, his show like was, was a half an hour in its latest iteration. I mean, what a weird world it's been for Conan O'Brien to the to the late show, you know, the, becoming the, the David Letterman, and I thought that show was great, and then he kind of had The Tonight Show and then didn't have The Tonight Show. Yeah. Then he went to TBS, full, the whole thing, and then he got downsized to a half an hour. So I'll watch it. I'll give it. I, I still, Conan, it, he, if I did my power rankings, he is number two all time in my. Really? Yeah, David Letterman being number one. But I, I've always loved the comedy of Conan. He was terrific. And especially, I, I you know, he, he had, they, he and Robert Smigel, Triumph the Insult Dog, have. Um, yep roots here in Chicago at Second City and the and and then it was the you know created the SNL the whole SNL dis, 
the, the super fans. Ditka. Duh. Bears. You sure did. That was Smigel. So it happened last week. The Cubs were in Pittsburgh, and this was tweeted out by the baseball newsletter. I hadn't noticed this, but the tweet looks perfect. It says, the best scoreline in baseball is back. So it has, it, the Cubs were leading three to nothing. But the way it plays out, with the logos on the broadcast screen of the Cubs and the Pirates, it's C3PO. <laughs> and then there's a picture of the Star Wars creature there. So that was, that was it. I had not thought of that. C3PO! C3PO, right. So I'm not quite sure of the story, but I know this was picked up by the I'm Fat podcast. Somebody had tweeted out a, I don't think it was a, this is not an arrest and will not become part of your driving record. It was a warning. The reason the cop pulled him over and gave him this printout was improper lane change. The officer's remark, distracted by eating a rotisserie chicken and entered another lane. And the I'm Fat podcast, our friends Jay Zawoski and Rick Camp tweeted uh, out, one of them One of them tweeted out, who among us hasn't eaten a rotisserie chicken in our car? <laughs> How great is that? It's, it's so practical. It really yeah. is. Oh, yeah. Oh, so, my God. Hey, by the so way, this, nothing like, uh, text her really quick, nothing like falling asleep uh, to listening to everyone's favorite suckage and then waking up to the same show, <laughs> Suckage Marathon. It is. It is. <laughs> Sorry we'll, about we'll that. Be, we'll be here until Justin Fields is the starting quarterback. So that should be whatever that Oof. September weekend is. Um, 12. So the, the Winnipeg Jets... I uh, have, have been waiting for the winner of what will be tonight's Game 7 between the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Montreal Canadiens. Game 7 yeah, of right. two, Canada's two iconic teams. The winner will place the Jets, play the Jets. And in the course of their sweep of the Oilers, near the I think it was the final game, Blake Wheeler, a terrific player for the Jets, was doing what you do in the playoffs. You're sacrificing yourself, and he's flying in front of a shot, a slap shot, and he's about 15 feet away, and he took it in the groin. He blocked the shot in the groin. He recovered. When asked in the postgame about it, he said, quote, I've got three beautiful kids. We're not having any more, so what the hell? (laughs) <laughs> you know, that's a gamer. I can take a hit like this. That's a gamer, yeah. That's a gamer. So he's he's right there. The the um, all right, we gotta take a break, but but there was there there was more. I wanted to, um, we had we had Joe West set that record for games umpired, right? He did it in mm-hmm. Chicago and was all that stuff around. So there's just some things about revolving around that that I wanted to share. And there was also one more part of um, of Wagner that I wanted to share. All right, we'll just we'll figure we'll fill out the nonsense necessary to do this before we before Brandon Fryer runs us off the air here and makes way for Zach Zaidman. Cubs pregame. This is Saturday suckage on Monday. You probably figured that out five hours ago. 
Steve yeah. Rosen, Lou Mark Grody, Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. This is Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com, Chicago Sports Station. Welcome in, welcome back. Steve Rosen, Mark Grody. It is Saturday Suckage on Monday. <clears throat> and boy, has that ever been the case. So, Bob Dylan recently celebrated his 80th birthday. There's a couple things, one of which might be near and dear to the Wake and Bake Club's heart. But here's one that um, a whole bunch of stuff got dredged up about and retold, stories retold. Three from Vulture.com come up. Uh, Keyboardist Ian McLaughlin wrote a book, All the Rage. And during the mid-70s, McLaughlin finds himself in a room with Dylan and Led Zeppelin's infamously brutish manager, Peter Grant. He witnesses the following exchange. Hello, Bob. I'm Peter Grant. I manage Led Zeppelin. After a short silence, Dylan replies, I don't come to you with my problems. Wow. <laughs> yes. Go get him, Bob. And Bob Dylan <clears throat> wrongly assumed the Beatles smoked pot at the time. He, he famously turned the Beatles onto marijuana at the Delmonico Hotel in 1964. But Brian Epstein, the Beatles manager, before they met, told Dylan the band members hadn't tried the drug, and Dylan was shocked. He had been mishearing the lyric, I can't hide in the chorus, I want to hold your hand, as I get high. <laughs> I want to hold your hand. I can't hide. I get, he heard, I get, I get high. high. Yeah. That's what I that heard, is, too. Right. The mishear, misheard lyrics, the name for that is a mondegreen by the way. So you have a really, I'm not going to lie to you. You are right now revealing to me that that was not I Get High I, to this moment. Not, no joke. I thought that's what that line was. Really? Yeah. Well, you, oh, you, and, you and Dylan. I don't know that you and Bob Dylan would have ever been put in the same sentence or same Wagner item before that, but here you are. Here We, we have are. the same creative juices. We have a process, <laughs> both of us. How do you feel about Led Zeppelin? <laughs> I don't come to you for my problems. I know, that's right. So anyways, remember early, and we go back to the start of the show, when we had Liam Hendricks sounding like the, you know, the meatball score caller, score host. He was great. He was Sox, great. Sox, yep. Cubs, who's the favorite team, who's not. We have to take four steps forward, and they take one step, and they get all the publicity. And, and so he's asked about that nationally, and then was asked a question that zeroed in on, essentially a the city series and he thought we, uh, he wanted to come up with a trophy something yes. to play for we've seen this before they've done that and everybody made a joke out of it which he probably wouldn't know but he came halfway around the world he came from australia to to to, to have a chip on his shoulder and put another cub shrimp on the barbie and all that kind of stuff so let me hear let me tell you what's going on in the minor leagues and maybe you i think we've got an idea we can pass along to Liam Hendricks. The Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp and the Durham Bulls have cooked up a series called the Surf and Turf Series. Get it? Jumbo Shrimp, Durham Bulls? Yes. Okay. The first of Oxy. its kind. The stakes, S-T-E-A-K, this is from MILB.com. The, right, the stakes are higher than any other minor league baseball matchup 
There's no trophy. There's no championship ring. The result of the series will broil down to this. Mm. Mm -hmm. If the Bulls win the series, the Jumbo Shrimp will have to give away 500 T-shirts with language along the lines of, we lost the 2021 Surf and Turf series to the Durham Bulls. (laughs) And if Jacksonville wins, the Bulls Uh have to give away 500 T-shirts with similar language about losing the series to the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp. So you'd have to give away in your... So the Cubs, the Sox beat the Cubs and... The Cubs would then have to give away 500 or 1,000 or 5,000 T-shirts, whatever the agreed-upon thing is, that say, we lost the season series to the Chicago White Sox. Wow, it'll never happen. (laughs) Why won't it happen? It's happening in the minor leagues. It's happening between the Jumbo Shrimp and the Durham Bulls. They have yep. no choice but partake in, to, but to partake in so, like minor leaguers will do anything they have to do to pass the minor league test, it, it, including being humiliated. <laughs> being humiliated? Well, they have to give them away at the at the other state. That would be that would be terrific. I would love to see that at Cubs and Sox. That, that gives them something. It to would play be fun. For. Do they? I. I I've lost track because I know you're right. They used to have a sponsorship cup for it, so there hasn't been. Any kind of trophy that has been distributed to the winning side of town in the the crosstown series in the last few I, years, I forget. I've I've not kept track. I I don't know. Um, right. The um, I, I'm not sure if there's a sponsor, if there's an actual trophy still or not, or the the crosstown trophy, the crosstown classic, whatever you wanted yeah. to call it. I do not know what the what the sponsor's name if there is one i don't know what the what they're they're just playing to get to the world series that's that's the trophy you want to play for that, that if you heard uh Dave piece the of cat metal. talking Who? yeah, yeah piece, <laughs> piece of metal dave yeah. the cat is awake right now this is an update and that's why you heard him talking a little while ago he i don't know what he heard in my bedroom, but he came out. Some something had. I think. Uh, what are you doing, Wagner? Is his favorite segment on the radio. So he is out here for the final few minutes of the show, and right now staring at me. And when he does that, that's dude. Do something. Entertain me. Get that feather over there. Throw it. Do something because I, if I'm going to be awake, I need entertainment. That's what my cat is saying to me through his eyes. The feather. Explain, Lucy. Well, no, it's just like a, a stick with like a feather at the end, and I, he he likes to try to attack it and jump on it and and hide it. I like to hide it. We play hide and seek. He enjoys that. Right now, though, he is looking out my window and getting angry at birds. Aren't you? Well, Dave? I don't think it's angry at birds. This sounds like the, the name of a, a self-help book. Did you did did you tell him about your potential road trip to the? Museum Museum of American House Cat as you go see a train Dave, wreck. Dave, look at me. We're gonna go to a museum <laughs> where there are cats like you. No, because the, the my cat is conditioned to think that when we get in a car that we're going to the vet. So that's the only mm. point of view that he has okay. in a car. Cats and cars, that's a no no. Okay. Seven seven three texture. Lord Stanley's cup is awarded the winner of the Crosstown series. I find that it's taken to all the Chicago bars and everybody takes their picture with it. 
Uh, 630 sure. texter. Here, here's 630. Brings it right back where we were. You and that 630 attitude, being his, yeah. Mark being his 630 self. Good afternoon, <laughs> Mark and Steve. And we started this show in the morning, just so everybody knows. Go, Dave the Cat, go. Yeah. Happy, Memori- Happy Memorial Day. Benjamin texting from Elmhurst. Thanks, and Benjamin. There, I appreciate that. And there's a 708 texture. The text line brought to you, the text zone brought to you by Rosen Hyundai of Algonquin. Save time. Shop online at rosenhyundai.com. <clears throat> 708 texture's right with you. I thought those were the lyrics, too. I yeah. get high. I think I get high. Way. I get high. No, I can't hide. Had no idea. And now, before we hear the lyrics to the Eagles already gone, we need to thank our plethora of producers. We had 75 producers here for this 25-day show. Mike Rankin, Brandon Fry. Is it over? Yeah, it is. We're supposed to go home. Oh, my God. Yeah, we are home, but we're supposed to get off the radio. we got to thank Scott Merkin, MLB.com, for joining us. Uh, Michael Cerami of Bleacher Nation for joining us. I want to thank everyone who texted, listened, our three callers, which is a month's worth. Wish you everybody a safe, happy holiday, and we'll be back with Saturday Suckage on Saturday, because that's what we do. Be well, everybody. Cubs baseball is next. It wouldn't have been possible if we weren't here to be told how much we suck. So kudos to you guys for sucking as bad as we do. Oh, yes. Wait Wait a minute, minute, Mr. Postman. Wait, wait. Oh, yeah. That's it.